0: All right, this is episode number 79 of the Water and Stone Church Podcast. My name is Dieter Randolph, and this is the sound of my voice.
1: And I'm Jenny Randolph. Welcome back.
0: Yeah, as we uh, get going this time around, as we gather around, I want to let everybody know that one of the things that's huge for me this week is uh, we got (laughs) t-shirts. We've...
1: Yeah, it's a new design of Mm T-shirts, and and they're really really cool. We actually went with a company here um, that's local on Central. It's called Big Frog. Yeah, and we were introduced to Sean Mulligan, and he just did he and his team did a fabulous job
0: yeah it was really cool to work with them on the design and all that and i am really proud of the shirts um basically we we put the shirts out there we're just like this is a love offering basis if you feel led to put some money in the basket on sunday morning fine but we just want everybody to have a shirt
1: yeah absolutely. and so
0: it was really really cool a, a couple of people had gotten them ahead of time and there were people i was wearing my shirt this morning on this for the sunday lesson and and all that kind of stuff but it was really fun to see everybody gravitate to our slogan, which is on the, on the front of the shirt. I'm wearing it right now. Maybe you can see it if I hold it really close to the microphone. Um, but it's our slogan. God is good. You are good. Go do good. And it fit in with what I talk about in the lesson today, but it fits in with everything that we do. And I just love the idea. There's no branding on the front of the shirt or whatever. It's not about trying to do anything, but just, I want people to be excited about that idea. Go do some good in the
1: world. Yeah, absolutely. And speaking of which, if you would like a t-shirt, if you are a longtime listener of the podcast and you just want to be you know part of it even more and want us to send you a shirt just contact us email us and and send us your name yeah. and address and we would be happy to send you one um again for for donation for love offering basis for free it yeah. doesn't really it's matter whatever at, it means to yeah. you right info
0: at waterandstonechurch.com or you can go to our website waterandstonechurch.com and and there's a contact form you can fill out and all that kind of stuff but let us know you can find us on all the social media drop us a line i just want you to have a shirt i want everybody to have a shirt it's awesome we're really proud of it and we're proud proud of what we're doing in the world
1: well I think it's just a beautiful reminder of why are you doing the things that you're doing yeah you know it's if if God is good and I'm good and I'm supposed to be out there doing good okay you know Mm -hmm. make make a decision so for me it's a nice reminder and they're good shirts I mean it's a t-shirt it's not it's not you know um oh no made it (laughs) the finest real Corinthian
0: cotton right and you know I gotta say that whether or not you're wearing a shirt Find little ways to do some good in the world.
1: And now we'd like to share with you our Sunday worship service for August 12, 2018. The title of the lesson is Whatever It Takes, and it's the second in our series of the recorded miracles of Jesus. We hope you enjoy it.
0: So our scripture today is John 4, 49 through 51. The royal official said to him, Sir, come down before my child dies. Jesus said to him, Go, your son lives. The man believed the word that Jesus spoke to him and started off. As he was now going down, his slaves met him saying that his son was living. Now this is the very first recorded healing miracle of Jesus Christ. This is where it starts. Now, through the Bible, there's all kinds of healings. It's kind of his thing. I think it was on Jesus' business card. (laughs) Go to Jesus, the healing happens. That's what we think about a lot of times when we think about Jesus. And through the stories, there's a lot of different ways that healing happens, a lot of different things that go on. But here, in this beginning story, we have the paradigm. We have the blueprint. This is how healing goes. And this is important. Because like every story in Scripture, it's a story about you. And I know that, and you know that, because everybody who comes in these doors has come because they're working on some kind of a healing. Everybody is. Me too. Everybody's working on some kind of a healing, a healing of their body, a healing of their heart, a healing of their wallet, a healing of all kinds of things, relationships. Whatever you saw on the news this morning, don't do that on a Sunday morning. (laughs) Whatever it is. Everybody who walks through these doors is working on a healing. And so this story is for you. This is the blueprint. Last week we talked about the wedding at Cana. You know, the water into wine thing. And after that miracle, the very first recorded miracle, Jesus went and did some stuff. He went and he taught. Did his thing. He went on the road for a while. But this next miracle, this is the second miracle. He goes back to that town. He goes back to Cana. This is important because as you work on your healing, if you want your whatever it is, you want your thing to happen, your wholeness, your healing, you've got to go back to Cana. This is important. The message of the water into wine story is not just about making wine. The message of the water and wine story is twofold. To turn water into wine, you've got to pour out the old version of you. And you've got to remember that God wants you to be happy. So for your healing to happen, you got to go back to Cana. For your healing to happen, take those ideas, put them in your pocket. Blog them. I don't know what people do these days. Let go and remember that God wants you to be happy. And so Jesus is back in Cana, and he's walking around doing his thing. And this guy comes to him, and he says, Jesus, my son is sick. He's going to die. And I need you to, can you just? You get the idea the guy doesn't really know how it all works. He goes, can you show up? Can you do a thing? I don't know. Do you have a, a hat you put on? Is there special words you say? Is there a thing? Can you come on, you know, whatever, hokey pokey, turn yourself around. Can you do some kind of, I just know that you got to show up. I haven't read all this stuff. It hasn't been written yet. Can you, can you show up please? And just say the magic words, hocus pocus and make my son okay. And Jesus says, the biblical equivalent, the Aramaic version of, oh, you people. He says, you guys won't get this until there's a sign. You don't believe anything until you get something that happens on the outside. But the problem with that, this is something I want you to remember. We're going to talk more about it in a minute. The problem with looking for signs is that signs happen secondarily. Signs are a byproduct of something. You go do a thing first. And so Jesus says, the problem with you guys, if you don't believe anything until you see the signs, you're kind of showing up late to the party. And the, the dad says, I, I don't know what that means. Can you please just show up? I got, what, how much does it cost? Five easy payments, what do you need? And Jesus says, go home. He's alive. It's done. It was always done. He was always going to be alive. He's alive. And then the, the, the dad goes home and his slaves, his servants, his, his people say, I don't know what happened. He's okay. And they do a little bit of CSI work. Well, what time did he start getting better? <laughs> And uh, they figure out it's exactly at the time when Jesus said, your son lives. This is the miracle. This is the paradigm. This is it. As you work on your healing, that's the blueprint that I want you to take with you because we've all got healing to do. We've all got stuff to fix. So let's talk about that for a minute. What's required and what's not required for a healing? What do you need and what don't you need? Because if you look at the story, one of the things that is not required for your healing, one of the things you don't need is proximity. This is important. How many times do people pray the prayer of, what do I need to do to get God to show up when God was there the whole time? What do I need to do to get this? Can I go to this place and make my pilgrimage? Can I show up in this magical spot? Wait a minute. If there's one presence and power, isn't every spot magic? So many people walk around looking for something that is already there. Proximity is not required for healing, he says right into the microphone dramatically. (laughs) Proximity is not required for healing. Something else has to go on. And this is important because for so many people, healing is moderated by physical things. In other words, they say, can you send me good vibes? That's a sweet thought. But if God is everywhere, where are you sending them from or to? Don't work that way does it. It's not a physical thing, it's a spiritual thing. It's not about vibes anymore. Although that's great on a Facebook post, it's about a presence that was already present. So proximity is not required. You know what else isn't required? A ritual. Think about it. This is the same thing. The turning the water into wine, Jesus doesn't do any kind of fancy moves. Oh, he's got moves. We know this. But there's no moves. And here in this moment, he doesn't say, wait a minute. None of that. No moves, no special words, no dance maneuvers. No, okay, wait, i got to put on the special thing. We have to face a certain direction. we got to do a certain thing. None of that. There's no ritual at all. There's no magic words at all. There's just, he's alive. Because he was always going to be alive. He was alive because life is the truth. I need you to know this. Let's know this together. Let's know this for our planet, that you don't need to do anything to make God happen. There's no magic words you have to say to make thermodynamics work. There's no magic words you have to say to make gravity be gravity. There's no magic words you have to say for love to happen. Love is is just like gravity is just like god is just like life is if you want your healing stop trying to make the healing happen stop trying to go get the healing stop trying to find the right guy to bother to make your healing happen just be so proximity isn't required ritual isn't required great what is required thanks for asking There are two things required for every healing. There are two things. This is what I want you to remember. The first thing is sight. In other words, can you see it? Can you see it healed? Can you see the sun in that story? Your version of that? The person that you're praying about, thinking about? Your physical well-being? Your wallet? Your romance? Your whatever it is? Can you see it healed? Sight is the important element. And you're ready for the next one. This is the tough one. Agreement. In other words, here's the question. Is it okay with you? Really? Is your healing okay with you? Everybody says, oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, but you know what? If you are truly loving, you're not allowed to hate anybody. Oh, it's fun to hate people. If you are truly well, you've got to step out on faith and do that thing you've been scared to do. If you are truly healed, the drama's got to go away. Is that cool with you to let go of the drama? I know it's fun. I'm re-watching Downton Abbey, which is a soap opera, and I love it. It's all drama. It's fancy British drama, so I'm in, right? But it's just drama. Drama's fun. But if you want your healing, you've got to let go of it. Is it okay with you to be healed? sight and drama. Can you see yourself okay? And can that be okay with you? You need those things to have your healing happen. So again, I ask, and I ask this to everybody, is it okay with you that God loves you? Really, is it okay with you? And like I said, everybody says yes, but the truth is that a lot of people are caught up in all of the other stuff and not so much in the healing part. People say, okay, I want my healing, but to get my healing, i got to go to this place, i got to read these books, i got to take these classes, i got to learn the special moves. And they get so caught up in buying the merchandise that the process becomes more important than the healing. It's easy to get so caught up in the things that we do that we forget why we did them in the first place. And this is not just a spiritual value. I want you to know that I have an app on my phone that enables me to do this magic thing of ordering a pizza. Oh, thank you, God, right? It's amazing. I can look at it, and, and it knows where I am. I don't even have to tell it. My phone knows where I am, and I can put in what I want on my pizza. Ha, <sighs> phenomenal. I always want the same thing. I don't know why I make a big deal of it. And I put in the thing, and the pizza comes, and I can see the guy on GPS. I can see him driving around. And, oh, today it's Raul. Raul's delivering my pizza. I like him. He's good. And I can do all of these things, and I say, "Oh, it's five minutes, and it texts me when they're coming close. And I do all these things. It's so magical. It's so amazing that I forget that at the end of the day, I have ordered a terrible pizza. It's junk food, and it doesn't even taste good, and I'm going to need Tums later. (laughs) But I'm so excited about the process, I forget about the reason for it. There are better ways to fulfill my hunger, but it's so much fun to go through the motions. Do you know what I mean? It's so easy to miss the point. When we go to the movies, I sit down and I say that little prayer of, Oh, Lord, please let them all have their cell phones off. Oh, thank you, God. And I have that moment where I'm into my popcorn and I'm into my candy, and the previews start, and I'm watching the previews, and I go, like, oh, I want to see that one. And no, I don't really care what Vin Diesel's doing anymore. And all these things, and there's so many cool things. And by the time the previews are, are in the middle, I've, I've already finished my candy, don't judge me. And <laughs> I can't tell you how many times I've gotten to that place where the movie is about to start. And I have to look over at my beautiful wife and go, What movie were we seeing? <laughs> happens a lot boys and girls and it's okay if it's just me but I bet it's not the thing is it's so easy to get caught up in the the process that we forget why we did it it's so easy to miss the point if you are truly the light of the world it means there's work to do to go and help people to go and teach to go and heal to go show the world what love looks like as we say spirituality requires work but sometimes people think oh well therefore I should just do a bunch of work But work doesn't equal work. If you've got a term paper due, it doesn't matter that you stayed up all night deciding what font to use. Oh, the printer is really loaded. I oiled everything. Don't oil your printer. That's a separate issue. But you know what I mean. Work doesn't equal work. Some is important and some is not. If you hide your car keys, or rather you lose your car keys in the front yard, you can't go looking in the backyard just because the light's better over there. Decide. Work doesn't equal work. It's easy to, to, to miss the point. So many people say this phrase, that I understand, but I want us to move past. You ready? I am waiting for a sign. Because what happens is people say, you know, I know what I'm supposed to do. I've got this calling in my heart, but I'm waiting for somebody to tell me it's okay. Well, why don't you tell you it's okay? Why are you waiting for somebody else to tell you it's okay? Because the thing is, the sign happens after. That's like a scientist saying, well, I want my proof before I turn on the Bunsen burner. Kind of happens at the end of the experiment, doesn't it? Proof happens after. No more signs. And the problem with signs is that they are mediated by ego. Two different people can see the same thing and come out with two different results Oh, I saw that man in the deli holding that thing, and I knew that it was time for me to leave that person. No, he just wanted a pickle. You decided. You decided that you needed a certain kind of a permission. And here's the thing that I want you to know. Proof and process are the opposite of healing. Don't worry about how it got there. Don't worry about what it's going to look like. Those things happen after. Proof and process are the opposite of healing because proof is about the past. Proof is evidence of a thing that happened. Faith is about the future. Where are you looking? Faith is about the future. And so I'm going to add another question. Can you see it healed? Is it okay with you that it's healed? And now I ask you, What's it going to take for it to be okay with you that it's healed? That's the question. And in fact, that's the one that holds a lot of people up. What's it going to take for you to be okay with it being healed? Because there are some people who say, well, you know, I can really be loving once I find the right person. Well, you're not going to find the right person until you're loving. I'm really going to be giving once I win the lottery. When there's all kinds of different ways the universe takes care of you. You want proof, you're the proof. Think about all of the things that have happened to get you to this moment. Think about the hero story of you getting out of bed this morning on a Sunday. Think about all of the things that have to happen. Your life is a hero story right now. Your life is proof of beautiful things. Yeah, you got growing to do. Me too. But you can do the growing when you know who you are, not the other way around. So what's it going to take for you to be okay with the healing, because, here's the thing, I really want you to hear this, that is precisely the thing that you got to let go of. What's it going to take for you to be okay with your healing because that is precisely the thing that's getting in the way? God already loves you. You are already powerful. If you have decided that these five things have to happen before I can be happy, those are the things in between you and happy. Those are the things to let go of. The dad in the story, what did he need? Yeah, he wanted a healing, but more than the healing, he wanted the story. I want Jesus to come to my house. I want him to say certain magic words. I want there to be this amazing process, and it'll be cool, and I can tell everybody. Maybe I'll get an autograph. Do they do autographs? I don't know. But I want the story more than I want the result. Does that sound familiar to anybody? No, just you, Dieter. Okay, that's fine. Think about it, though. But here's Jesus saying, it's not about the story, guys. God already loves you. It's not about the process, guys. God is already here. If we are going to be healed, we have got to get out of binary living. In other words, this happens and then this happens and process and something bad has to happen for something good to happen. If we are going to be healed, we've got to move out of binary living and into just love because God just is. Now, every Sunday school kid knows that answer to that question, where is God? We've all had it. We've all heard it. We all love it. So let me ask you a different one. When is God? Really think about it. When is God? Because for a lot of people, God is later. That's the answer. Because it means I don't have to do anything about it right now. God's going to show up later. We'll clean up later. He's going to show up. But we'll vacuum later. When is God? In the Bible, there's all kinds of things that happen. And God's there for all of them throughout history. In your life, there's all kinds of things that happen. Think about the story of your life and you realize that you were never alone. God was there for all of them. But for God, it's always just right now. Here's the message. Here's the teaching. God exists outside of time. Now, that's deep. I'm going to write that down. God exists outside of time. In other words, for God, it's always just right now. When God sees an acorn, God sees an oak tree. If you know what I mean. I'm going to say that again. When God sees an acorn, God sees an oak tree. For God, it's always right now. God, when God looks at you, is not fooled by the appearances of your stuff. Because that ain't the truth about you. That's just a momentary fact. And before too long, it'll be in your rearview mirror. God's not fooled by how you look right now. Just like every good parent, God sees with the eyes of love, the eyes of right now, eternally right now. If God sees an oak tree when he sees an acorn, what do you think God sees when he sees you? And is that okay with you? God doesn't see you in terms of your limitations because for God, it's always this big universal right now. Is that okay with you? If God sees you that way, how do you see you? And can that be okay? This is the question. Can it be okay with me that I'm loved? Or do I got to go through some steps? Can it be okay with me that I'm happy? Or do I got to go through some stuff first? That's the question. And that's the question between us and our healing. It's the only question. And I know the story is fun. The process is fun. Every commercial, I am so much a sucker for the commercial and the story. You see the commercial and you go, wow, this coffee has got to be good because every single bean was handpicked by Juan Valdez. (laughs) Well, you know it wasn't. Of course it wasn't. I drink way too much coffee for that poor guy to pick every bean. No way. And the commercial says this bread was baked in grandma's hearth. No, it wasn't. You know it's from a factory. And you know it, and the bread might not even be very good, but I buy it because it's got a groovy tail behind it. But just like the word says, the tail happens at the end. Maybe it's time to look at something different. The tail happens at the end. Maybe it's time to look in a different place for what's really important. We know better. So maybe it's not about the story anymore. This is important. Trying to fall in love, we've heard all the songs on the radio, I love the idea that when you love somebody, you slay the dragon, you climb the mountain, you swim the sea, all of that stuff, I love that's beautiful, we all love that, but I love, therefore I do the thing, I don't do the thing to somehow make love happen, do you see the difference? Because there are a lot of people that they think, if I really love that person, I'm going to throw them some drama all the time. I'm going to teach them a lesson. I'm going to make them fight for it all the time. Well, I hope you like first dates. (laughs) Because it don't work that way. There are so many people who think that love equals courage, so therefore I'm going to make them have to be brave all the time. That ain't love. That's soap opera stuff. That's Downton Abbey stuff. And it's a fun show, but it ain't no way to live. Yeah, I'd slay a dragon for you, and I have, and you for me. But it comes secondary. It doesn't come first. So ask yourself, where does love live for you? Does love live by me forcing drama on the situation? Does healing live by me forcing sickness on the situation? Think about it. What does it take for me to be okay with my healing? That's the question I want you to think about this week. Jesus Christ said, you're the light of the world. You know this. He said, our Father, you know this. We talk about it all the time. In one way or another, in so many ways, he said, who you are right now is so beautiful and so powerful and so unlimited that there's, there's no words for it. Who you are is love itself, life itself. When you know who you are, nothing can stop you. He said it, and he said it, and he said it, and he said it because it was at the core of everything. You can be healed when you know who you are. You can experience love when you know who you are. It, whatever it happens to be, can work when you know who you are. That's all that it takes. Who you are right now is beautiful. Part one of the Jesus Christ message. Part two is, therefore, you got to go do some stuff. So we got the <laughs> slogan on our shirts. You are good, therefore, go do some good. That's the deal. You work because there's work to be done. You work because when you're in love, for example, you can't help it. You sing songs, you write sonnets, you go do a thing. When you're in love with your life, you can't hold still. Go and work because who you are is dynamic and powerful. Yeah. I agree. Thank you, Bailey. Who you are creates action. But that gets filtered through some stuff, and people go, oh, well, that means I've got to earn it. Someday God will love me if I earn it. Someday my significant other will love me if I earn it. Someday I'll be happy if I earn it. Wait a minute, that's not what he said. Yeah, but that's easy, because if I focus on earning a thing, if I let myself feel bad about myself, then I don't have to step into the unknown. I don't have to follow my heart. I'm too busy earning my keep. Consider the lilies of the field, he said. Who you are right now is beautiful enough, powerful enough, strong enough, awesome enough to do whatever needs to be done by you. Don't worry about it. Don't earn it anymore. Get to a place where it's okay with you that you're loved, and everything else works out. I mean it. Can you see yourself healed? And is it okay with you? Can you let go of whatever isn't okay with you about it? Can you let go of whatever that journey has to be? Because right now, you're alive. Because you are the son in that story. Yeah, I've been through some stuff, though. I, I, I did bad things. I did dumb things. Me too. But for God, it's always right now. Let us get to a place where we see life that way, too. Let us get to a place where we can say about the past, thanks, but bye. Release the past. Let us get to a place where about the present we say, thank you, but here I am. Release the past and give thanks for the present. Don't worry about the future, you ain't there yet. Release the past, give thanks for the present, and bless the future. And all that's left is right now. And right now, there's something for you to do. Right now, there's a word for you to speak. Right now, there's a healing for you to be a part of. Right now, you have what it takes to change everything because you are loved. Don't worry about anything else. Set all that free because, after all, freedom is a choice. Thank you very much.
1: loved today's service. Well, I had a good
0: time doing it. Thank you. It meant a lot to me to be able to share that. I think it's so core.
1: But it really reminded me, especially the part where you talk about, you know, don't look for proof, mm-hmm. do the thing, and then the sign will be there afterwards, the proof will be there afterwards. And we had such a neat experience, um, happened to us. We were out. Th-
0: oh, I know what you're going to talk about. We yeah.
1: were out to dinner on Friday evening mm-hmm. and, um, yeah. It was yeah. it was just a nice dinner. It was just you and me, and we had had a really productive day and a really inspiring morning. Um, and so ideas were really flowing, right? Ideas were just coming yeah, to us it was fast really and cool. furious, and yeah. we were talking and we were working and we were making Writing notes stuff down, and we were eating, and, yeah. and it was just really. It was just one of those dinners that you and I just really were on fire and were Our connected. Our dates right? are
0: pretty pretty intense situations it's hardly ever hey let's you know we'll we'll kick back by the pool I mean there's time for that too but a lot of times our dates are like holy moly did you think about this and what if you do this and this and this and man oh man this could really help people and this could change things we yeah. be, blah, I think we wear well, I, people out that are, well, are in the booths around us there's
1: just probably this black
0: hole of energy that <laughs> well, I was that, gonna you know, say
1: maybe instead of a black hole of energy may, it feels like maybe there's just a bubble around us and, and this bubble is just the, our protective shield to where you and I kind of close out the outside well, world either, but either way, way I'm
0: just happy to be hanging out with my best <laughs> maybe
1: friend. maybe that says a lot about our personalities the <laughs> way that we look at it but anyway to back to the story I had decided as we were sitting down that I had a, again, really inspiring day and really productive day. And I just felt it was time to tithe back, to give back in an outer sense to the universe as a whole. Because Yeah,
0: sometimes you feel that itch where it's like, okay, you know what, I got to give back. And you know, if you're listening to this, I really want you to tithe to your church, to your spiritual leaders and things like that. And I think that's important. Of course that's important. But really be open and receptive to the idea that it's going to come up all over the place. I want to be the kind of person who receives spiritual food wherever I am mm-hmm. and that means I'm going to be looking for opportunities to give back to the world. You make room and then the universe fills it up. That's how it works, right? So I love it that you and I were thinking similar things. Both of us had been we hadn't even talked about it yet, but you and I had both seen the the hashtag
1: Tip the bill challenge. Hashtag tip the bill challenge. And And it basically means. You can find that on social media. yeah, yeah. So basically it means that you sit down and whatever your bill is for what you're eating, that's the amount that you tip. So
0: like if the bill is 20 bucks, instead of, you know, 20% would be $4. $4. But But instead of that, you tip 20 bucks. So now that's the idea. You know, you don't do it all the time. It's not about showing off but the idea is being able to say you know what i'm all i'm going to do is just give somebody a little bit of love and hopefully they don't even see that tip on the check until i've already left the restaurant i'm not doing it for right. recognition right it's not
1: about praise or i'm doing like it that. because
0: right. i want to live in a world that takes care of itself i right. want to live in a world where giving and love and just you know what here you go random act of kindness kind of thing and I've been I've been thinking about it and wanting to do it but just didn't have occasion to engage on that
1: well and, and like I said we had had um our breakfast paid for that morning and so we went we out had to had
0: a, a business a, people's yeah, networking breakfast exactly thing and, so
1: we we had had that done and and like I said we came out of it with just a tremendous amount of inspiration and ideas and we were we were really we were in a good yeah, thoughtful, kind of zooming on that yeah you know creative spot and so I knew that dinner was gonna be charged, and I knew we were gonna, you know. So before we even sat down, I thought, you know what, this is the perfect chance to do the tip the bill challenge. Mm-hmm. And so we sat down, and we had we went to a familiar place that we had gone a couple of times that we sometimes go. You know, often. We can get
0: good vegetarian food. Yeah, and exactly, blah, blah, and blah.
1: and a good glass of wine, good yeah. vegetarian food, you know, all that good yeah. stuff. So, and uh, I noticed that our waiter was somebody that had waited waited on us maybe. A couple of times before, maybe two times before. Yeah, but not in a
0: while. We hadn't no, seen no, him in No, no, we hadn't forever. seen him in months. Yeah.
1: And so I was not expecting him. We recognized him, but I was not expecting him to recognize us. And so we mm-hmm. were very kind. And he was running and sweating. It was a Friday night. So, you know, he had a... And, and I was watching. He was hustle. Yeah. He was He was hustling. Yeah. So, um... Now, so I, I thought, feel you know, for okay.
0: our servers because we're always like, can I have this? But instead of chicken, can we do the tofu? Yeah, or and it, can you be careful about this? And I'm sorry to be a it's bother. It's
1: usually a special order. Yeah, so and we I, always try to be I hate nice being that
0: guy. Because there's somebody in my family I grew up with who was like, does this chili have beans in it? And what if you take this meal and then prepare it a different way? And I always rolled my eyes when I was a kid about that. But now I'm kind of that guy because I'm a vegetarian. It's like, okay, I need to make sure there's no chicken stock in that, right? You know, that kind of thing. So I always feel for him. And our waiter was so sweet about it and so accommodating and so friendly. And I didn't know if he remembered us because we were pains in the neck or what. But what I love is we didn't know for sure if he remembered us at all.
1: Right, so we were finishing up dinner, and he was slowing down a couple of his tables, and he had brought the check. Now, mind you, we had already decided to do this, and I was literally writing writing it out. I wrote a little note on the on the check, and you know, and what it was, and and I had I had you know tipped the bill and everything like that, and and I had closed it, and he at that moment he came by and he's like, "How are you guys doing? I I you know," and he I, said I some things you. that
0: that were he had remembered from the last time we were there he mentioned some stuff that we had actually talked about with him you know over a month ago at least a month ago and then he said you know my partner is in greece right now and i really miss him and it's lonely and 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 and, i'm having a hard time and i thought
1: it was perfect but it was after everything was said and done it was after we had made the decision to do it not knowing who was going to wait on us Mm -hmm. it was after the bill had been completely and totally signed and and the tip had been added and that is when the sign came and so for me when you were talking today that was the story that resonated with me I did not need proof that this was the right thing to do but I got proof that it was the right thing to do because it all kind of filled in Mm -hmm. but you must act you must step out on that faith you must make that plan that idea and go forward with it because that is the only way that you're going to get your quote unquote sign
0: yeah and the thing is you want proof your whole life leading up to this moment is proof but the fact that you're wanting some kind of a sign means you didn't see it it means that you looked back at your life and it didn't occur to you that wow you know what it wasn't all rosy but it's a darn miracle that i'm here You know, the fact that that didn't occur to you means that no matter what you see next, it's not going to resonate with you either. So maybe the answer is stop looking for proof and decide to live a fuller life. Decide to step out into the thing. Decide to go do. It's not about I'm going to do the thing so that I get recognition. It's I'm going to do the thing because the thing needs to be done. And the difference in that is huge. You are proof of love. You are proof of life. You are proof of all of these amazing things. Go out and do and be that for somebody. And I was really, it was really important to me that everybody hear what I had to say be, that, about this one thing. What's it going to take for you to be okay with your healing? Really, really. What's it going to take for you to be okay with the miracle happening? For you to be okay with being in a loving relationship? What's it going to take for you to be okay with being prosperous, for example? Whatever it is you're working on, ask yourself that question. Because here's the thing. This is this is tough love right now. If it hasn't happened for you, it means there's some part of you that's not okay with it. Well, I and was, I don't want you to feel bad about it. Right, right. It. But I was going to
1: say, people look for signs for two reasons, right? They look for signs... To tell them that it's the right thing to do, but they don't really need a sign because their heart is telling them that's the right thing to do, or they look for a sign that that it's not the right thing to do, right? So they look for that, and 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 it's because they know it's not the right thing to do.
0: Either way, I want permission and validation to do what I already feel like doing or not doing. Right. And exactly. And the thing is, that's not important. What is important is take a minute and decide to let go of whatever it is between you and being okay with your healing. I'm not gonna fall in love unless I meet somebody at the train station and they'll be wearing a trench coat and the music will play. If you're looking for that, you're gonna miss something way more important and way more special. I'm not gonna be prosperous until I win the lottery. Well, you know there's a lot of prosperous people that don't play the lottery, right? There's more than one way to do whatever it is that you want to do. Let go of this important process, this important proof, because it's not important. Rather, be that thing. Decide what you are willing to release. And what fills that space is going to be infinitely more beautiful.
1: I love that. And I I think that you know i have to remind myself maybe maybe not in the way that you spoke about today but in kind of a similar way of when i go about my day when i am thinking god why do i do this why why am i why am i working so hard to do something that doesn't seem in the outer like it's working or it doesn't seem like it's it's actually and i'm like but i can't stop doing it because it doesn't feel right to stop doing it and then and then you mm-hmm. you have this pull and then i always get to a place of well i started doing it because it was in my heart to do so i might as well keep doing it because it's in my heart to do and consequences be damned because you have to go forward through through the good times and through the bad times and through the the doubts and the the seeming lack of time or substance or whatever it is. And and you go, oh, wow. And then on the other side of it, when you're through, there's been some things lately for me that I'm like, okay, I get it. That's why I had to go through mm-hmm. that. And you don't know in the moment. But I would say to anybody that's listening that wants to have a breakthrough, that wants to have that miracle, um, get out of the way. <laughs> Seriously. And yeah. remember why you do the things that you do. And if you can't remember,
0: then you stop doing it. Right. If 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 you're doing it because you're afraid, if you're doing it because you feel like you've got to earn love and truth, you don't have to earn gravity. You don't have to earn thermodynamics. You don't have to earn that. It just is. And you don't have to earn God loving you. You don't have to earn the universe taking care of you. And if you feel like you've got to earn that love. And I got to tell you, you're digging in the wrong place.
1: That makes me a little sad that people really feel like they need to do that. Well, and And, it's it's a great
0: cop-out because if I've got to earn it, it means that I don't actually have to work on the healing. Because the healing means I've got to go to a place of unknown. If I'm healed, it means I've got to stand up for what's true. If I'm healed, it means I've got to go to a place that I've never been before. And that scares people. So instead of working on my healing, I'm going to work on earning the healing. Mm. And you see the gear shift. This is the same thing. I was trying to talk about it in the talk. This is the reason why, you know, if I'm supposed to write some code in my day job doing computer stuff. It's easy to just spend half the day like defragmenting my hard drive and moving files around because that feels like work, but it's just busy work.
1: Yeah, it's not getting the final product done. You know,
0: and the thing is there's lots of stuff that can have your attention. There's only one thing you're supposed to be doing, and you know the difference. You don't have to earn it anymore. You just have to do it, whatever it is.
1: time to check it out. And I always like to say, if you've made it to this part of the podcast, God, God bless you. <laughs> and uh, here we go with, with some of the things. And you know, if you turn it off, that's okay too. But if you'd like to know more about what we're up to, if you'd like to know more about what we're doing out in the world mm-hmm. and everything and that's going doing on. we're doing a lot. We are. We really are. But it feels so right and it feels so good. The best place to find out all about us, find our prayers, our... Uh, our inclusivity statement, the manifesto I'm proud of.
0: And I'm working on a series of blog posts about God is good, you are good, go do good. I just put out the God is good one and I'm really proud of it. I really think that you need to read it. It really says a lot about the basics about what we're doing.
1: Mm -hmm. But if you want to find that, Go to our website, and that is waterandstonechurch.com. You're going to find all the goodness that you need. <laughs> and you're going to find our YouTube channels. Yeah. And there are two of them. There's the Water and Stone Church YouTube channel, and then there's the This Day. And the This Day is going to be all about my cooking show and with a little bit of sprinkling of, uh, spirituality and, (laughs) and and, Mrs. Dash, right? Yeah. Progressive Christianity. Exactly. Right. That's, that's who I am. Maybe. Can, (laughs) can that fit on a business card? It's a lot. It's a lot. lot. I don't know. I I don't want to wear that. But I love
0: that. And you've heard me talk about it before. I think there's real beauty in coming into the kitchen and, and hearing something that's going to make it okay. And I just, I just absolutely adore that. So check out the This Day channel, the YouTube channel. Check out the Water and Stone Church channel. Check us out. There's a tab at the top of our website that says Watch. And you can see all of the stuff that we're doing on YouTube, all of the classes and everything else. But if you scroll to the bottom of any... of waterandstonechurch.com. There's links to all of our social media, including YouTube, but also Facebook and and, uh, Instagram. We've got a great Instagram account and uh, Twitter and all kinds of other places. And I really want you to make that a part of your day because you're going to run into some kind of a message that can turn something around for you. Absolutely. really, really can. That's why it's there. And I'm so gratified when, when I contact people, whether it's in person or whether somebody has written me an email or a, a Facebook message or whatever, it says, you know what? I really needed to see that Motivation Monday, whatever it was. And it really it, it gave me a breath. And that's why we're here. I want you to be open to that because it's going to make a difference in your life too. So follow us on social media. There's a lot of ways to do that. But I also want you to know that the number one way, To stay in the loop, to get our newsletter, to get all kinds of announcements, is by texting. I am ready. That's all one word I A M R E A D Y. I am ready to eight. If you text, I am ready to 84576, you'll be in the loop. You'll be part of our text messaging uh, newsletter system. We only send out one or maybe two texts a week. It's not a big deal. Nobody gets spammed, but it's a great way to find out what's going on. Every Thursday, I put out a little positive message that'll turn your day around and let you know what's going on.
1: But the number one way to be involved, and you guys know this, if you're in the area, And even if you're just visiting the St. Pete area, Tampa Bay area, stop on by on a Sunday morning. We are there every Sunday at 11 a.m. And the address there is 1000 3rd Street South. And we meet at USF St. Pete Harbor Hall every Sunday, 11 a.m. So show up, be a part of it. And and if you haven't written in to get your t-shirt, come on by, Grab a t-shirt, wear the t-shirt, grab a flyer to stick up in Mm -hmm. your local coffee shop, do all that kind of stuff. We so appreciate everybody that attended today and everybody that was around. Yeah, good
0: crowd, good feeling today. Oh, yeah. I love this family.
1: This podcast is recorded at Pin Feather Studios on the always comfy orange couch.
0: And the Porsche 911 Turbo uh, Carrera uh, of Pinfeather Studios. The Ferrari,
1: the Ferrari. Yeah,
0: is (laughs) is the handsome and strong Raina Randolph. She edits these podcasts, and I'm sure she's chuckling right now as she heard us say that. Uh, And she's half of the music that you hear. She's so many things for us. We're so grateful for her, and we're also grateful for for her brother, the other half, the lovely and talented Miles Randolph.
1: This podcast is solely supported by you.
0: And you know what that means. You can go to our website and you can donate if you want. You can give electronically. You can repost. If you see something that's good like a blog post or a YouTube message, click the like, click the subscribe, click the share button. Those things take two seconds for you to do and they make a real difference. As you're listening to this podcast, write us a five-star review. It only takes a second. But man, oh man, it makes a difference. Take a minute and share what we're doing. But I got to tell you. The best thing you can do, just like Jenny said before, is show up. Be there for one of our sunset celebrations. Be there for one of our service projects. We got a great one coming up. We always have a great one coming up. But most of all, be there at 11 a.m. at Harbor Hall in St. Petersburg, Florida. It's gonna change your life. Man, oh man, there is family and there is support, there is victory, there is acceptance, and there is love. And if you're ready to take your life to the next level, Come join us on a Sunday morning. We've been waiting for you.